0: Session 301, Chapter 2, Verse 274 Those who give, out of their own possessions, by night and by day, in private and in public, will have their wage with their Lord. No fear for them, nor will they grieve. Chapter 2, Verse 274 The questions that come to mind after you listen to the verse are, Why did God mention spending by day and by night? Is there any other time than day or night? We answer that Allah mentioned day and night because He does not want you to withhold your charity at any time. In other words, do not say, It is too late in the evening. I will give tomorrow. If you intend to help the poor, help them right now. Do not procrastinate or make excuses. Take note that the all-wise did not say, by night or by day. He said, by night and by day. As long as you have the purity of motive in your heart, spend today, tonight, and tomorrow. Help the needy publicly and privately. If you do not constrain your gift by time or place, Allah, the all-generous, will take care of your reward. He says, Those who give out of their own possessions, by night and by day, in private and in public, will have their wage with their lord. Here the scholars often mention the story of Imam Ali, may God be pleased with him. There was a time when he had only four coins to his name. Despite his need, he gave one to the poor during the day, one during the night, one in public, and one in private. The verse under study was revealed to our beloved Prophet Muhammad after that. However, the verse and the rewards of giving are general to all those who give, not just to Imam Ali. The word wage should give us some insight into the reward of the believer because a wage is usually given for work and effort. When you buy something, you do not give a wage, rather you pay a price. You only give a wage to someone who did work for you. So why is Allah giving you a wage for your work, not a price for what you have donated? We answer that when you work, you use your intellect, which is a gift from God. You use your hands and tools, which are also granted by God. Whether you farm the land, work at a factory, or on a computer, you are using materials made available to you by God. So God owes you nothing for the materials you use or produce. He, the all-wise, will give you a very handsome wage for your work, not a price for what you donate. Your fellow man pays you a price for a product, but your Creator, who owns everything in existence, rewards you for your effort. The verse ends with, No fear for them, nor will they grieve. To fear is to worry about the future, while to grieve is to regret the past. So what could you fear? You could fear yourself. For example, you fear that you would fail a test, or that you would stumble during an athletic game. You could also fear others. For example, you fear that a stronger person would hurt you, or that the government would harass you. Allah would protect you from both the constant worry of poverty and failure, And from the harm of others. Be aware that when you spend to help the needy, some people may advise you to hold back, to save for the future, and to set aside more for your kids. The Messenger of God, peace be upon him, said Never has a wealth of a person decreased due to charity. If you forgive another, Allah will increase you in honor, and if you humble yourself for the sake of Allah, Allah will raise you in status. God says, God deprives interest of any blessing and blights it, but blesses charitable deeds with multiple increases. He does not love the ungrateful sinner. Chapter 2 verse 276 The phrase, Nor will they grieve, means that on the day of judgment, when the generous donor meets his or her Lord, He or she will find God's reward so vast that it will leave no room for regret or sadness. God says, The semblance of those who expend their wealth in the way of God is that of a grain of corn from which grow seven ears, each ear containing a hundred grains. Truly God increases multiples for whomsoever He will, for God is infinite and all-wise. Chapter 2 Verse 261 Suppose that people withheld their zakat and charity. Who will support the poor? If a person is unable to meet the basic needs of his or her family, and no one steps up to help or offer a good loan, this person would be forced to steal or take out usurious loans. Such actions would lead the entire society down a very dangerous path. Allah, the all-knowing, all-wise, has put in place the system of zakat, almsgiving, that sufficiently meets the needs of the poor. If you see a person in dire need, then rest assured that there is a wealthy person out there who withheld his or her almsgiving. If you see an Islamic society filled with usury and interest dealings, then rest assured that people have long left the path of their Lord. The Messenger Said, My Lord